Hey everybody, I'm Sam Proof, SamProof.tv. And I'm Art Martinez Temple from FrenchTheTable.net. And this is Kickin, the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live Tuesdays on Facebook.com slash Kickin. And find the audio podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere podcasts are available. Today on the show, we've got three campaigns that are just so good, you can't pass over them. I should have written that down so it was a little tighter. Because Passover is coming. Yeah, uh, for Norbert, everyone, including yeah. most most Jews, honestly, it's probably news that Passover is this week. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So normally we do a bunch of uh, really quick news hits. We did not prepare those at this time. But Art, did you uh, donate or uh, receive any Kickstarter campaigns this week? Yeah, after I feel like two weeks of indoctrination on this very show, I went and backed <laughs> Rising Sun by Coolman <laughs> Oh, good. We can talk about Rising Sun again. Excellent. Yeah. I, I backed them in like their last six hours. Awesome. Um, and I will say the stretch goal that pushed me over the edge was a second box for all the extra shit you get with every cool mini or not campaign. Knowing yeah. that I can I can easily contain all the junk they're going to send me was a huge plus for them. That's cool. How big is that box? The size of an army trunk? I mean, they the, the picture on the website is only like three inches, so okay, it's hard to know. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, that uh, <laughs> the game looks amazing, so I can't wait to play that. Uh, what was the, the? How far past the? Uh, what was it? The Gorgamon, the the Geisha on the spider? Did they get in stretch goals? Um, you have that up. I took it off, but I okay. Can... That's fine. I, I like know they five. unlocked. It's yeah, they unlocked at least three or four the last time I saw, including a really cool-looking dragon. And uh, I can't remember what that other guy was, but it was some cool stuff. They ended um, up with 4.22 million wow. dollars. And uh, I'm now looking at it. Lady on a Spider was at 3 million. They got yeah. two more Kami and an Earth Dragon. And then the yeah. box and an extra set of cards. Yeah, that Earth Dragon. That's pretty good sculpt. Um, also, yeah. that that Gorgama is pretty pretty cool. Like Geisha on a. Sp- yeah, yeah, no, it all looks great. It's a uh, it's a uh, top quality work, as we've said over and over again at this point. But uh, I finally I finally bit the bullet. Just whenever they do a new campaign, send emails out to you like, um, how much do you want to just donate this time? We'll just we'll just let you know. Just just put it right in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I look forward to whatever weird thing they do next. <laughs> I'm hoping for, like, some kind of Zulu god game. I think that would be cool. Like, South mm. African mythos. Yeah. Nobody does that. No, you got to be careful with that, because if you don't do it really well, people will be like, aren't you just kind of being weird and racist? Sure. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you run that weird line of like oh cultural appropriation, but at the same time, if nobody knows about it, isn't that worse? Anyway, yeah, we'll see. Uh, these are the building bricks of uh, crowdfunding. Success. Speaking of horrible segues, I mean bricks. Our uh, our first campaign, 
is the PFX Bricks, which I actually thought was at least the second campaign from this company because somebody has done something very similar to this before, uh, but it is not. This is their first campaign. Uh, PFX Bricks are a Lego-compatible brick that have uh, different devices, uh, sound, light, motors, and things like that to make your Legos come to life. So this is super cool. I love Lego. I totally want these. Yeah, they're, they're really impressive though. They, they can power motors. They can make lights. The light effects are the most stunning on the the campaign page. Although I guess that's, that seems pretty obvious now that I've said it out loud, but of course the lights are the best. (laughs) Yeah. The sound effects. Yeah. The sound doesn't come across the pictures at all. Yeah. Uh, I think the mistake I made when we were doing like our pre-show uh, was uh, like saying like this looks way too complicated for a kid. And now that I've read read this campaign a little more thoroughly, this isn't for children. No, this is no, for this is adult Lego enthusiasts. Adult children, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is for adult children. And I think you know people are going to make amazing things with it. I mean, the I think the police cars. I think the most striking of their images here. Right. Well, they have a helicopter that looks pretty awesome, and like yeah. the blade yeah, spins like, and the, the lights light thing, the helicarrier. Yeah, I wonder how close they are to actually getting to a point where you could build a drone out of Lego. Hmm. Like, I wonder. Is it, uh, I haven't checked out this helicopter video that they have, so uh, this question might be answered right now with the click of a button. No, I would think that the motors that they have for this at least, and the, the motors that are easily available in this aren't strong enough to lift something as heavy as Legos off the ground. But I think if you had, you know, because a typical drone is going to be four motors, or four right. propellers at least, or eight, if you had more than that, right, the, the yeah, video is loaded, the blade is turning, but I, I, don't, I don't see a liftoff. I think Legos are 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 heavier than than what they're making drones out of. Probably, but I think I think we could be close to being able to just DIY a drone, you know, in this fashion. Sure, just have your kids spying on you all the time. That's what's going to happen. If that <laughs> sure. Um, uh, they do. They have like a a train set. That's super cool. Yeah, that's a great little and, train. Uh, yeah, we should say that it is Windows and Mac OS compatible. I'm surprised they didn't do some kind of Arduino Linux version based on how easily this fits into that whole maker society. Um, I I and, have uh, this feeling that Linux is kind of... I feel like Linux is dying. Maybe just as I've gotten older and the people who are really enthusiastic about Linux in my life have like, uh, whatever, I don't care anymore. I have a... I have a wife, I have a kid, just give me Windows, but... Right. <laughs> but I feel like Linux is losing steam. I don't, maybe. I don't know. If It seems like there's, you know, been a resurgence in campaigns on, uh, you know, uh, Kickstarter specifically, paired with, like, Raspberry Pi and Arduino and mm. just uh, that whole thing. It's the LP of, uh, you know, the vinyl album of operating systems. Sure. Collector's gonna collect. I don't know. Yeah, it has a much warmer sound. Yeah. I also had no idea how many Lego things there are. Like they're like, here's we've been featured, and it's like 
Brick Set, your Lego set guide. The Brick Fan, the, your best resource for Lego reviews and news. Mm-hmm. The Brick Show, right. what I assume is some sort of Lego podcast. And then right. Brick Model Railroader, building the Lego train hobby. Like, Yeah, and there's, there's actually a, a bunch of, like, Lego-specific uh, YouTube channels. There's, mm. And it's weird because there's, like, different sets. There's, like, Lego channels that specifically do stop-motion builds. Like, sure. this is what this set looks like, and we'll build it stop-motion. There's Lego sets that specifically do, or Lego channels that do uh, stop-motion animation. So it's like, we're going to recreate the Matrix in Lego. And there's, like, just unboxing channels that are Lego specific. It's crazy, the uh, the industry that kind of came out from freelance creators to pair up with that. And I wish I had been a bigger Lego nerd earlier on. Yeah. I was... And then I took a whole break to just do things like YouTube. I was like, oh, I should have paired these things? Ugh. Yeah, that seems be... to be the, the, the current lesson in YouTube is what is you know you should you should always just be doing on YouTube whatever you're doing in your life. Actually right. some people are just like, I'm super enthusiastic about this thing that like I didn't know people cared about and then like everyone who cares about that thing loves that channel. It's for real. Yeah. Yeah. If YouTube had existed when I had all that free time in high school, I'm pretty sure I'd be a millionaire by now. There you go. <laughs> but then the Wall Street Journal would find out you're a secret Nazi, and then everything would come crashing down. Tell no one about it's the Passover episode. Uh, uh, yeah, all right, so let's see. They are currently at 25,000 out of their 104,000 goal. Are they out of somewhere else that this is converted weird? They're in Canada. I see. So, Canadian dollars. They're 140,000 Canadian dollars. Right. If, uh, just about three weeks left to go, and the base set uh, starts at a pledge of $88. Is that still available, or is that an early bird? Also, that's Canadian dollars, so 66 American. Uh, they are shipping anywhere in the world. And estimated delivery 2017 October, which seems That's ambitious to ambitious, me. But, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's primarily plastic parts that just get molded. So maybe. Sure, I, I mean, if they already have their supply chain set up. Yeah, but again, this is their first campaign, so I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, how and that if you look fares. at their timeline, it looks a little ambitious. Yeah. Right. Although, if you do, if you scroll through their campaign, this, uh, it's like, ah, this is straight out of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's the hovering, uh, aircraft carrier. That is super cool looking. Yeah. And again, if this was a drone and that really hovered, I would immediately have to figure out how to get that $88, assuming that <laughs> I could get that one. I'm sure, sure. I can't for that price. Is yeah, that I'll actually a set? Oh yeah, they definitely make that. I don't know if that's that set, but there is a that is a there set. Are sets for all those things. Oh yeah. man! <clears throat> so you get some normal bricks too. All right. Oh yeah, if you're uh, ever if you're ever in Glendale with some time to kill, the Glendale Galleria has a Lego store, and you can see all the just the crazy shit they have these days. Oh yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, there's some kind of remote control happening that you can get as well. There's a whole bunch of different accessories that we kind of, I think, glossed over. Um, 
Well, it's just so it's so finicky. Like to really go over these pledge levels, you have to you have to really get into. Yeah, the this would be like, a whole show of itself. But um, yeah, there's these bricks yeah. and those bricks and right. Pretty much any kind of sensor you could imagine, they're they're doing it. They've got it, uh, inputs and outputs, and it's all uh, powered off your uh, like USB connection. Yeah. So, and it's something that makes sense to be powered off of USB connection, not like a yeah. mug. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, which didn't make it. So don't talk about that horrible horrible thing. But by the way, like, so there was a mug. That we considered for today's show, uh, which had it, it was cool, with a few exceptions. What was the mug called? Do we even still have that up? We, uh, was this, the, we can make the, a brief on it. The jewel um, heated smart mug, which is like this really cool idea. Where it'll keep your 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 beverage, your hot, your coffee, your tea at the right temperature the whole time. Yeah, uh, but it needs Basically to be constantly plugged into a USB port, and so like. Best case scenario is begging you to spill coffee on your computer. Pretty much. Yeah, it's a pretty short USB connection. I'm sure you could extend it if you wanted. Um, And, yeah, you brew coffee at a very high temperature, and then in a traditional ceramic mug or whatever, it cools off way too fast, and you want it somewhere in that, you know, middle range after it's brewed to drop a good 20 degrees or so. So this would keep it there. Uh, I went inside right before we started and did a few quick things, including get more coffee. And I, it, it occurred to me, we had already canceled this out of our lineup because of the potential to just spill coffee on your own computer and things of that nature and that it wasn't really battery operated. If I had this thing, even in its current form, I think I would end up drinking twice as much coffee. And that is not a pro. That is a detriment. Because that I don't need that much coffee. Sure. Because one of the things that stops me from drinking more coffee is like, ah, oh, this is cold. I'm just going to put this down. I'm done. <laughs> if it was constantly perfect, I'd be like, well, now I just want more coffee. So goodbye, Jewel. You're, <laughs> you're not coming into our show. I have figured out those remote controls are not part of the PFX Brick campaign. Those are Lego oh, really? brand remote controls. Oh. Well, that in itself is cool that it – pairs up with those remote controls. Yes. Well, next up, <clears throat> this is uh, this is pretty cool. Why don't you take this one since you found it? Uh, we have the Johto Robotic Drawing Board, a connected whiteboard that draws with a pen. So it's like a, it's like a dry erase board that you put in your house, and it's connected to your phone, and you can, like, draw on your phone, and then the board will draw what you've drawn. So you can, yeah. like, send notes or pictures to your house from afar or, I mean, just from your computer, I guess. Yeah. This is super uh, cool. There's kind of been, like, a wave of, uh, like, smart mirrors as a way of, like, leaving messages to your family or, you know, spouse or whatever in the bathroom. And uh, I think this is just a neat sort of variation of that theme. Yeah. Where, I mean, this is just – it's really – Potentially a message board or just art. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got that sort of uh, low-tech feel to it because it is a whiteboard. I think that's super neat. I w- I'm curious how fast it just goes through an ink cartridge. Um, but, I, yeah, it does. You, so you can freehand draw via the app or you can actually just take a picture of something 
and convert it down, I guess, to lines somehow. And it yeah. will transmit it to this whiteboard and show up, which is super cool. The uh, the Kickstarter campaign is very hallmarky, and uh, there's just this moment of like, I watched a Kickstarter campaign. I don't want to have to cry right now, but this little girl just sent her grandparents a picture and it showed up on their whiteboard. You know. Anyway, <laughs> it's really sweet. Um, and it's cool. I I immediately want to use this for some kind of like internet live streaming. Pictionary game, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how the uh, um, the access works. Like, if you can limit it to just be like, "All right, I've given you access once. Now I'm canceling your access." <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the cool things about the campaign is you can get the there. There's a one of the perks is 365 days of art, where for like a year they'll send you a picture for your thing. Right. Oh, I guess that's just like using your ink, but like, sure. But be cool, come on. Yeah, you know, I now that it, it occurred to me, they could probably do this same thing with the the e ink technology that Kindle used. Mm. Uh, it's really it's just a bipolar um, molecule that flips, kind of like uh, like magnetic balls, essentially. But uh, yeah. You could actually not need ink at all for this. So immediately I've canceled this off of campaigns that are too good to pass over. But no, I still oh, really I, think this is cool. I think the ink gives it a certain, like, old-timiness. I think there's, like, uh, I think the ink makes it feel more more homey. Yeah. yeah. It's not just like oh, a yeah, robot yelling at you. Yeah. No, it's super cool. Um... Yeah, I like that the potential to use it as art or a uh, as a message board. It would be like one of the examples I think they show is like, you know, if somebody tweets at you, it could update your board with the Twitter. I think that that might get. Yeah, I don't want horrible. that. I would, I would need to immediately turn that off. No, no, no handwritten Twitter mentions. Yeah, that seems weird. Um, like even. You know, even on the level of like, oh, if we update the Slack for the kick-in show, it would show up. I'd be like, ah, potentially useful at the same time. Ah, that's too much. Yeah. Um, but messages and art seems like a good standing place for this. What this is a uh, it's coming in on its last week. They have hit just about what a little over twice their funding goal, something like that. They're uh, just about two and a half. Yeah, they're at a three. Uh, again, this is converted, so let's bring. How do I flip it? They've uh, what are it's they? Pounds. They're in pounds. Um, so yeah, about three hundred thousand dollars out of a uh, converted one hundred twenty-four thousand dollar goal. So over a thousand people have backed this, and the base unit is. Wait, that can't be right. Is that it? What's this twenty-five dollar pledge? That's not it. Um, That's just like a drawing. Yeah, I'll send you a drawing. You, it's uh, two hundred dollars for the for yeah. the standard Johto, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, three hundred if you want the three hundred sixty-five days of art. Right. Um, what's what's their highest one? Is there some, um, is it just a combo pack or some kind of upgrade to the actual system? 
Uh, for eight thousand oh, dollars, no. uh, for ninety seven hundred dollars, rather, you can uh, spend uh, meet the team. No, <laughs> damn it! I was um, on board, but now I'm gone. <laughs> this is my, my least favorite perk ever, next to T-shirts of the brand logo. Uh, no, I, I still think it's cool. Uh, it does. It does also come with a bunch of refills for your Johto. You also get five Jotos. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. A top mention in the Hall of Fame. The Johto Hall of Fame. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, what's this one that's all gone? Oh, that's the early birds. Okay. Yeah, that's some early birds. All right. No, I think this is cool. Uh, this is this is a neat thing that I I don't know if I'd actually buy, but I definitely think it's too cool not to not to at least feature on our show. For sure. Yeah, it's a uh, it's got a cool cool style to it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I feel like for the purposes of uh, of live streamers and stuff like that, this would be a really cool thing to integrate into anyone who does like a Twitch show or something to like give. Like, again, you would need some kind of limiting on access, but to, like, be like, you know, you got your Revlo points, 2,000 points a month, you get access to uh, my whiteboard, and you can do whatever you want on that, like, sure. one day out of the month or something like that. Or for Oh, Patreons. it just occurred to me that it must be Jotto. Oh, like yeah, jotting. that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Jotting. Yeah, Jotto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <clears throat> Um, yeah, you could use this to say, send somebody a recipe for beer to our final campaign. Uh, this is the Pico C, which is a home craft brewer. They, uh, now Pico has, uh, this is their fourth campaign. They've actually been on Kickstarter before, uh, bringing these up right now to just double check but they have done previous home brewing solutions and actually i don't think they did the one i thought they did prior to this no this so maybe, is maybe it is but there was another campaign very similar to this but slightly different it's um, bigger yeah i think it's a bigger unit so there have been different craft brewers including other ones from pico brew uh who have done home brewing kits. This is probably the smallest one, but I think one of the most unique selling points of this isn't just the fact that essentially this is uh, the the Keurig cup for home brewing, which we've kind of seen that concept before. You get a big cartridge, you put it in, and it brews. Um, you specifically can get existing craft brews. The whole selling point of this is that they partner with a whole bunch of craft brewing companies all over the world, theoretically, and you can specifically order a brew from, like, Rogue or uh, Shorts from Michigan. I don't know if Shorts is actually participating, but Rogue actually is. That was on their list. Yeah. Um, and so you get their brew and do it fresh, which is the best way, of course, uh, to experience their beer. So that's super cool. I dig that whole concept. Because um, there's tons of beers where, uh, you know, like, I, I, I'm I, a small-time craft brew hobbyist. Like, I like 
to look out for certain things, you know, specifically unique dark beers. Uh, and occasionally, especially when I'm traveling, I will try and see what's out there. Sure. And often I'll find something like when we go back to Michigan, which we do every year or two, and I'll never be able to get it again because it's not crossing state lines or whatever. So, you know, a system like this, you actually might be able to get something that you would never get normally. And, uh, yeah, and they have a system where, where other home brewers can share recipes, and you can just be like, mm-hmm. send me that. And they have right. this, like, weird little drag-and-drop system where you can, like, just, yeah. like, these are the ingredients, and you can mix them, and then they'll just send you what you picked, and you plug yeah. it in there, yeah. Yeah, it's got that sort of subscription box for home brewing going on as well. Um, so I think that that is just a super cool idea. Uh, and it's, it's I mean... You know, if you're a, a home brewer, I think it's a very affordable system. It's I'm trying to find out which one is the actual system. Um, um, you can get one for the early bird is still available at three hundred dollars, which I yeah. think is a very reasonable price. Yeah, for the yeah, and then uh, you get the the subscription for like I think they end up at it's like. You get two months for a hundred dollars and twelve yeah. twelve months for five hundred dollars, which is a yeah. lot, but you know. Yeah. But I mean but, it makes a small keg, so Yeah. I'm not sure what that works out to be. Uh but if this is your thing, you know, I think it's definitely within the same range of like I'm buying bottles at Bevmo, you know? Absolutely. Um, um and I wanna tell you I wanna tell you now my my secret shame associated you with bought this. it. I bought the first Pico Brew. Oh yeah, I bought it and you a haven't long used time it. ago. It's still in boxes in my garage. I've moved those boxes twice. <laughs> Damn it, Art. Maybe I'll bring them by to your place sometime. We could try to do an episode about trying to set it up and making it work. We could do a comparative ex- episode because my also secret shame is that I didn't even buy a homebrew kit. Now, it's not it's not a Pico Brew. It's not an automated kit. Somebody sent me a traditional homebrew kit, uh, the Box Brew Guys, I believe that's mm. accurate, which is, you know, actually has bottles and things, and you have to do all this stuff. So it's a way more intimidating than set up three things, plug it in, push a button uh, art. But uh, I have not brewed my first batch either. <laughs> so... All right, so stay tuned for our all-day live stream of trying to figure out how to do any of this shit. And uh, we should totally do that. We should compare both and and try and do it. It would be very hard to do in your garage. This is a logical place to do it because, especially with your thing, all of brewing is just about sterilizing, and it's it's yeah, hard. Yeah, that to one. In your that one we're gonna do inside the house, but we could totally do the Pico Brew out here if you wanted. Right, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can do it. I'll. I'll I'd love to get that thing working. Yeah. What um, what kind of – do you know what recipes it came with or did it? I don't. I also don't know if those recipes are still good. Yeah. I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> I've had mine all a while. Uh, but at least you go into it with the low expectation of, like, this mash has been expired and will probably taste terrible. So <laughs> I'm doing this just to see if it works. Sure, I could also probably just go on Pico Brew and be like, send me one recipe, please. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, so they have currently 
raised half a million dollars for the Pico C. Uh, their their original goal was uh, 350,000, 1,500 backers so so far, and they have over a month to go. Which typically, all right, so we'll, have, we'll have time to use my old one and be like, man, I really need the features in this new one. Right. I really want to know what Rogue's got going on. Send that over. Um, yeah. Well, they should they should just send us one because of. Our outstanding endorsement, of which we told them we didn't use the last one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that's interesting. They have a pledge calculator that you can uh, use for shipping and stuff like that. Okay. I was just seeing if there's anything we've missed on this. I think we got it. I want, is there a list of... At least some, if not all, of the uh, associated brands that are going on. There's a brew marketplace. You could probably go check it out there. Yeah, I don't really want to get that far into it. Yeah, I'm not going to click that just because my computer is being a little slow today. Um, and the Brew Pulse, brew Pulse app, which actually tells you when your brew is uh, done or how far along it is. Uh, they do have a few different logos on here. None that I've heard of. I think some of them are just, are just exist, are just craft people, like people who are just doing oh, it in no, the basement I, and have fully are good that. at Photoshop. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Rogue is the only one I recognize. Oh, uh, Coronado sounds familiar, but I feel like there's 20 different companies called Coronado. Yeah. Do different things. Like you also start thinking wheel. of the English ice cream brand Cornetto. No, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, we could also just create our own home brewing company and never actually have to brew beer. So I was saying uh, there's an interesting sort of subthought here is where you could become a craft brewing entrepreneur without ever having ever having to brew your own beer. You just create the recipes, market it through Pico C get your uh, your royalty or whatever it is sure. and create your, your brand that way. It's basically zero cost, zero production. It's like, yeah, but you either have to be like a weird savant or incredibly lucky, right? Sure. Yeah. It's I hard mean, to be a, it's hard to be a good you, chef. You can never taste your food. Right. Yeah. All right. But next to zero cost <laughs> enough to make one batch and, you know, call it successful. Sure. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. And we should totally do that. Let's find out how to do that. <laughs> All right. Because what, what, would, uh, what would a good kick-in show or salmon art um, brew be? Clearly, proof would be easily adapted. Yeah. Um... I mean, art proof straight out isn't terrible. It's not terrible, no. <laughs> We need a really good logo, though. Yeah. It'll be uh, like the Mona Lisa getting put into a keg. There you go. I think that's it. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. This is going to be our last time we kick in. We're going to be uh, going to the... We're going to be drunk. <laughs> drunk with profits. Uh, so look for that. That's clearly a Hefeweizen, I guess. And uh, <laughs> that'll be available on Pico C. Uh, I don't know. Oh, when, when do these ship? That's the one thing I want to see. Do we have a production date on this? 
Um, we have their their shipping estimate, which is evading me for some reason. Uh, July, July, that can't be right. Oh, that's that's not the right thing. Uh, August. Oh, wow, that's quick. That no. Yeah, the early bird. They say estimated delivery August 2017. These must be. Done. I mean, yeah, they've got these made, which isn't surprising. They've uh, you know they've done previous campaigns, so they yeah. were like, yeah, we're gonna do this. This is it. Let's just the month or two before get into Kickstarter and get it going, we'll get pre-orders. So really, this is a pre-order scenario. It is not like an all or nothing, we need your help, <laughs> you know, Kickstarter. They, these are an existing company. They've got There's, this down. Yeah, everyone on the hype train. Yeah. You're going to get this before Rising Sun and your uh, your PFX bricks. So <laughs> Yeah. And then we're going to be cool. too drunk to play. <laughs> Why is everything Japanese? You're just really drunk. <laughs> These are yeah, bricks. it's all in English. Oh. Yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining us, and uh, as always, we'll be live on Facebook.com/slash Kickin Show every Tuesday. Uh, you can find the podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and anywhere podcasts are available. I've been Sam Proof, and I've been Art Martinez Tebel. Bye. Bye. If you've got an active or soon-to-be-active Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign and you'd like to be featured on our show, contact me at kickinshow at gmail.com.